Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime, cult, conspiracy, encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. And oh, I'm and it, currently in Disney. I was going to say, and you're at Disney World, and I'm so jealous because I'm not. I'm currently at Epcot drinking around the world. So, And I'm currently in at a work. fourth grade classroom somewhere, <laughs> depending on the time of day, I guess. If you listen to this after 3.45 p.m., I am no longer at work. Yeah. But, I'm living my best life. And I'm so jealous and so excited for you. I can't believe it's that soon. I know. I like wanted to come, but I don't want it to be over. Yes. I you get know that. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally get that. Because then the next trip I won't have and won't be until probably when me and you go. Oh my God. That's crazy. Unless I go one more time before then, <laughs> which could happen. It really could. Knowing you, it really like really could. Yeah. We'll see. Oh my gosh. But I'm so excited for you. Thanks. I'm really looking forward to it. I just need some time off. I yeah. mean, we just got back from St. Thomas not too long ago, but I feel like that was so quick. And Well, and it was even quicker for you. Yeah, it was like five, four days. Four days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Cause, well, because two of those days were travel days. Yeah. So we'll say four. So... Yeah, I'm excited for you. One of my friends just got back, and I, like, stalked her Snapchat. I was like, this is amazing. When I go to uh, Animal Kingdom, I'll try to find the Bigfoot. Yes, on, Expedi- or yeah, on, uh, on Expedition Everest. Expedition Everest. Yeah. Everest. Please do. And, and if take I find a it, I'll post it. it. Yeah. yeah. You got to take a selfie with it, though. Don't, don't be a coward. I'll do my best. <laughs> You're going to have some really cute ears. I will. To wear. I Spoiler will. alert. I made them. Um, yeah, so do we have anything else we want to talk about? Um, I have another thing I've never told you. Oh. I decided to try online dating. Oh. It's been interesting and kind of a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Lots of great stories. Um, I got my first dick pic the other day. Ew. And I literally sent back, no thanks, and then blocked and reported them. Jesus Christ. I know. Like, no one wants to see that. Don't do that. Um, I have met some really cool people, though. Actually, one person that I'm talking to is going to Disneyland, and they used to work at Disney World, and I was like, tell me everything. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, But it's been, honestly, really exhausting. Like, What are you... I'm on Bumble. Oh. Which isn't terrible. I mean, it's better than, like, Tinder. But... I, I thought know. you were doing, like match or something no no that one's that's really expensive and i'm in poor season right now because i haven't had a steady paycheck that's more than like a hundred dollars every other week for a couple months so right because school just started again yes so interesting yeah i'm giving it like a full month and then i'm gonna just like take a little break (laughs) because it's like a lot yeah but it's been i mean it has been terrible it is what it is, you know. So I just thought yeah. I'd share that fun information. And if anybody is on Bumble that listens, hi. <laughs> Maybe we've matched. That would be weird. But, you know. Um, I've also thought about doing the Bumble BFF. Oh. Um, but that's also really scary. 
But you have so. friends. You don't need a new BFF. No, I don't. But I, I would like some friends in the area because most of my friends, a good chunk of my friends live out of state. So I have like three people I hang out with regularly in Minnesota other than you. Yeah, I have a good group of friends. You do. Well, and you and Allie are so close in age that you guys all sometimes hang out too. Yeah, we share friends. So, and I just like, I, I literally have like three people that I hang out with. But I don't, I wouldn't say I really hang out with them all that often. I mean, I do, but yeah. I also like my, like my, I need my social battery to recharge. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, I think that's why like last week was really hard because I, I literally didn't go through any of my matches because I was like, or any of my swipes because I was like, I'm exhausted. I don't want to talk to anybody. So we'll see. I'm giving it one more week. Okay. So good luck. Thanks. Yep. We'll see what happens. I but. commend you. I'm just like you know what why not yeah you know so okay um let's hope i don't get now murdered let's talk about murder <laughs> <laughs> i don't actually don't even know what your story is about. um it is actually about murder it's murder okay <laughs> yeah. um i told you i would be surprised if you had not heard of this one i don't even know what state you're in um i am in mostly nebraska actually okay um so this is the story of dr anthony garcia no. Well, I mean, the name doesn't ring a bell. Maybe okay. the crime will. So in 2008, Dr. William Hunter, who lived in Omaha, Nebraska, um, entered his home on March 13th and found yep. two bodies. Yeah, I already know this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first was housekeeper Shirley Sher- Sherman, and the second was his 11-year-old son, <sighs> Tom Hunter. This is a toughie. I, yeah, this one's... But it's good. Yeah, it's... I, I've had it on my list for a while and I just like couldn't get myself to like do it because I was like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, both had been stabbed in the neck on the right side. Oh, family and friends said that Tom was a good, smart kid who liked to play Xbox, drink Dr. Pepper and eat potato chips. Fun fact. What? Dr. Pepper is the oldest soda in the United States. First of all, you're a Minnesotan. How dare you call it soda? It's a pop. Sorry. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Um, that is actually a really fun fact. And also, same. I also like to play Xbox, drink Dr. Pepper, and eat potato chips. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, uh, the coroner tells police... Oh, sorry. He was also the youngest of three children, all boys, and he was only a sixth grader when he died. Yeah, 11... That's so little. It's just sad. Um, the coroner tells police that the person that killed the pair knew something about anatomy due to where the stamp wounds were. Was it just one or multiple? It, I, it sounded like multiple okay. stab wounds on the right side of the neck, neck, which is just... My biggest fear. Ugh, yeah, you don't like knives. Um, the scene was pretty horrific. Tom's Xbox was still online and his Dr. Pepper and chips were still out. Shirley had clearly been cleaning when she came across the scene because her cleaning supplies looked like they'd been dropped on the floor. There were also knives left around the house and also left in the bodies, oh. which is just really horrific. So they th- the killer got the knives from the house. Is that what they're thinking? He didn't yes. come with it? No, it doesn't seem like it. So um, interesting to me because obviously he had a plan, yes. right? Yeah. He knew what he was going to do. Right. So, but you didn't bring, I don't know. 
maybe he just like got in in the kitchen was like oh i'll use this instead of whatever i was gonna use because there's more than just him here like maybe he brought a gun and was like oh that would be too loud because the housekeeper's here i really think that shirley was a crime of oh fuck you found me i murdered this boy and now i have to kill you yeah which is just heartbreaking Um, there was no DNA, no fingerprints, nothing was stolen from the home or from Shirley. The only possible clue that police had was a strange car was seen by a neighbor driving around the neighborhood. It was a silver Honda CRV. Okay. So both Dr. William Hunter and his wife, Dr. Claire Hunter were cleared. She was at a conference in Hawaii and he was at work. And despite best efforts, the police couldn't find a suspect, and the case went cold for five years. On Mother's Day in 2013, Dr. Agandra Buta, I don't know, I'm sorry, and I this is where I got confused because it said husband, or her husband, of Dr. Chandra Buta, but I thought the first Agandra was a female, but then they said that it was Dr. Shonda's husband. Okay. So I apologize if I'm misgendering one of the two. Um, but they they had gone out with a couple, another couple for brunch, and when they arrived home after brunch, the um, door was cracked open and their alarm system had gone off. Um, they searched the home and found that nothing was out of place and no one was in the house. And this leads me to a very important question. You have a security system that you use Mm -hmm. when you're not here. If you came home and your security system had been, had gone off and your front door was cracked open, would you enter the house? No. I wouldn't either. No, I would call nine one one. I think it's insane. Although I do believe the security system would have called nine one one for me. That's true. Because I do have like monitoring. Yeah. So like, I just find it insane that they were like, "Oh, our door's open. That's weird." Yeah. But then again, as I was thinking about that, because I was like, oh, I would never go in. Um, l- last June, I was staying out in the boonies for a rover dog set thing that I do. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to close the garage door when I left. And when I got back, the garage door was wide open and you could just like walk into the house. And I was like, oh shit. And I just like walked into the house. I was like, whatever. So maybe I would. No, I feel like that's different. So the fact that the security alarm was going off. That's and true. You left. You knew you left it open, right? I no, I didn't. Oh, not until I got back. I went. Oh, I must have left it open. Oh, I got you. So, and I just like walked in the house. Was like, hey, dogs, what's up? Yeah, I don't know. So, maybe I would. <laughs> but um, so the police had come and checked it out. Everything was fine. Later on Mother's Day. In 2013, Dr. Roger Brombeck and his wife, Mary Brombeck, were found six miles away from the Hunter residence. Roger had been shot and then stabbed in the neck under his right ear, and Mary had defensive wounds on her hands and had been stabbed um, in the right side of her neck. The scene was brutal. Both gun clip and knives were found at the home. 
so, so there's they no were gun. found in omaha that was in omaha too yep all three of these crimes have been in omaha okay um but nothing happened in the middle couple they just house was broken yes into. their house was broken into their security system went off that was it okay um the brombecks were about to retire and were fixing up the house to move when they were killed um the piano mover that they had hired was actually the one that found their bodies and called police when he came to get the piano. Dr. Brombeck, Drs. Hunter, and Drs. Buta all had a connection other than being doctors and living in Omaha. They all worked at Creighton University in the pathology department, and all three of them worked with residents. Okay. Um, so once the police have this connection, they're like, okay, clearly this is not a coincidence. Um so they go to the university and they start going through all the files of residents starting in 2000 and they come up with one name that had been briefly mentioned in the murder of Tom and Shirley, Anthony Garcia. So when Dr. Shonda talked to police, she told them that Anthony was, quote, a bad student and a bad guy, end quote. And she had given him several bad reviews and was trying to convince Dr. William Hunter to get rid of Anthony from the program. Okay. Eventually he did. And she was like, I just wanted him gone. Like he was rude. He was disrespectful. He um, just wasn't what was going to fit for a professional doctor. Right. Um, And so finally, Dr. Hunter got rid of anthony and she was like thank god he's gone um when police looked into anthony's history they found that he was a first generation american who lived in the suburbs of la and when he graduated from college he headed to bassett saint elizabeth's in utica new york and it didn't go well um his family had no idea what happened but he did end up moving home after his first year of school and his mom said that he um, resigned from Bassett St. Elizabeth's due to stress, and he didn't seem the same when he came home. Okay. Um, he was also accused of behaving unprofessionally at the school, so I think I don't know if it was a, a voluntary resignation or a we are letting you go, so you either resign or we fire you, or like whatever they consider a firing as a medical student. I don't know if it's like a dismissal from the program or if it's a firing, I don't know what it's technically called. Um, he was accused of behaving unprofessionally. And at one point he like had screamed at a radiology technician, which it's not appropriate to scream at anybody in your workplace. So like big yikes there. So then in, um, July of 2000, which was the same year that he had left um, Bassett St. Elizabeth's. He started at uh, Creighton, which is in Omaha. Right. Things also didn't go well there. Um, He got into trouble for pranking a chief resident, rolling a body onto its face, which does cause disfiguration because, like, when a, you know... Yeah, Thanks. we don't need to get into Sink. it. Sink. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not not okay to do. Um, he also wrote several emails to Dr. Hunter about Dr. Buta. Um, 
like just saying she's terrible she hates me she's unfair blah 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 um so he only lasted until 2001 when his residency was terminated which in the medical field if your residency is terminated you you're basically like blacklisted um 2001 yes and the little boy was murdered in 2008 yes okay yeah and then 2013 yes okay so in 2003 anthony garcia got a miraculous third chance working as a residence at the university of illinois hospital oh he was somehow able to get a medical license to practice in, in Illinois, but that and Louisiana are the only two places that he was able to get a, teach, or a teaching license, a medical license. Um, because every time other states would look to at his record and at his past, they would see the dismissal from Creighton. Right. And it wouldn't, it would be like a red flag, so they wouldn't clear him right. for that license or so, in 2008, Louisiana um, had actually denied his medical license application. So, I don't know why I said that they that he had it on there. He didn't, apparently. Okay. But he, I don't know. No, he must have. I don't know. I don't know if he had one or not. Because he works at a hospital in Louisiana. So, maybe he had one and then they, like, did a deeper dive because they were having he, issues or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't then know. they denied him after that. That yeah. could be it. So in 2008, he had deni- been denied um, this medical license application. And it was the month that Tom and Shirley were killed. So it was in um, May, March. Okay, so March. that's what triggered this. Because I'm like, okay, this guy either really held a freaking grudge mm-hmm. for eight, seven years. Yeah. Or... Because that, like, made no sense. Yeah. that And that's the issue that his family has with it, too. Is, like... And even his lawyers have said, like, that's a really long time to wait before you do something about this if you're that pissed. But if then, you're pissed enough to kill somebody. But then it makes sense, like... Okay, you got denied, and the reason was probably this Creighton thing. So yes. So then you're instead of taking responsibility for your actions, you're blaming someone else. Yes, which... On one hand, I can understand, like, not to the point of murder. Don't look <laughs> at me like that. Jesus. I mean, I can understand needing someone to blame and not being able to blame yourself. Oh, I... You know, like, I think that's very human. I mean, in some instances, yes. maybe. Like, I had a bad experience at a job, and I was asked to resign, and so I did. And I held a lot of anger towards the person that was supposed to be my like supervisor and was supposed to be helping me be successful at this job Mm -hmm. for a really long time. And that wasn't necessarily fair of me, but the whole situation was just really messy. So I can understand being angry at somebody else because you feel like their actions caused something to happen to you is kind of what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but I think in this situation, like, he clearly was the problem. Yes, absolutely. Very clearly was the problem. Absolutely. I would agree with that completely. So I feel it's a little different in where we could give specific examples in this situation, probably, of why he was dismissed. Yes. 
where then that makes it use a him problem yes yep i yes i agree but i i just i felt like i needed to like empathize with him a little bit because i could understand where the anger is coming from not again not to the point of murder or committing any sort of crime but like i understand that upset that anger yeah, I'm gonna let you empathize, and I'm not. And you just, yeah, going you just too. I think he's, think he's a disgust. I also think he's a disgusting I think, human being. I think he was responsible for his own actions, and it's yes. his own fault that he yes was es- not able to be a doctor, especially because he was much older at this point than I was. Because, like, like I said, I have had a conversation with the person that I blame, and I've, I've apologized for being angry, and I was like, I had no right to be angry with you. And that happened, like, in my mid-20s. So, like, obviously, very different scenario because he's, like, a grown-ass human being at this point. Um, So, we're going to hop forward back into 2013. Anthony had been fired again, this time from a prison hospital in Indiana. So, somehow he had a license in Indiana. Otherwise... He couldn't have worked at the hospital. Again, maybe they hired him. They went back in, looked at all this stuff, and was like, oh, shit. I don't know. But um, 2013 was when um, Mary and Dr. Brumbeck were murdered, and the Buta's home had been broken into. Right. Police were worried that Anthony might kill again, so they worked quickly as they could to get Anthony into custody in even getting the FBI involved in the hunt. Um, they had also were more sure about him being their like prime suspect because when they went back to like try and connect him to these two crimes, they found that he had a silver Honda CRV mm. in 2008. And then during the 2013 murders, he had been back in the area and they had like cell phone information and they had like receipts. Like he went to like a restaurant and like paid with his debit card. And so they had like transactions that he had made in the area and there was no reason for him to be there because his family's not there. He doesn't have friends there. He doesn't work at the, the college or go to the college. You know, he just had no reason to be there. Yeah. So, um, Anthony is arrested at 8.30 in the morning on July 15th, 2013 by Illinois State Police, who spotted his car. Um, at this point, it was a Ferrari. Oh. Yeah, not sure how he could afford that because he's had a hard time holding down a job, but you do you. Okay. Um, and pulled him over. Anthony was drunk when he was arrested at 8.30 in the morning. Okay. Which is a choice. Um, when he was arrested, police found um, a sledgehammer, a crowbar, and a gun in his car. So probably not up to anything good. Right. Um, with Anthony in custody, the police go to his home in Louisiana and find a nearly barren home. Um, police, The place looked like he did not have plans to come back. Even though he's le- he'd left several documents in the house, they found, like, the deed to his house and his medical license from... See, this says Louisiana. His medical license from Louisiana. So he must have had one in Louisiana. Um, 
and other important documents, but in the sink, submerged in a liquid to try and destroy them, police found incriminating evidence. Um, There were several negative performance reviews written by by Dr. Butra, Butra, sorry, and signed by both Dr. Hunter and Dr. Brumbeck. There were some very creepy notes. Um, One that they, like, read in one of the interview things that I watched slash slash read um, said quote rich children gun invade kill knife kidnap family SUV torture kill end quote whoa yeah so not creepy at all no not at all um, police also found a key witness in Louisiana, um, a woman named Cecilia, who worked at a um, strip club called Club Coyote, and it was a place that Anthony fre- frequented so often that everyone knew him by name and would announce that Dr. Tony was in the house when he showed up. Anthony wanted to date Cecilia, but she said she wasn't interested, so she tried to distance herself from him. And she told him that, quote, she only liked bad boys and he couldn't handle a bad girl like her, end quote. He confessed that he'd killed people before. He said that he'd killed a young boy and an old woman. So two guesses who he's talking about there. Yep. Um, Anthony was sent back to Nebraska where his trial started on September 26th, 2016. He was charged with all four murders, Tom, Shirley, Dr. Brombeck, and Mary. The trial lasted for 15 days, and over 50 50 witnesses took the stand throughout the trial. But it only took the jury seven hours to determine that Anthony was guilty on all counts. Um, And then in October of 2018, Anthony Garcia is given the death penalty. Um, Any death penalty sentencing in Nebraska is automatically appealed by the state. Um, So not the verdict. Like, he is still considered guilty. Right. But the sentencing of, like, is it appropriate to sentence him to death for these crimes? Yeah. So, that was the last update that I could find. I found it in um, 2018. It was from October of 2018. So, I don't know if, like, anything has happened since then. One of the lawyers that was involved in this was, like, disbarred for something or other. Oh. It was, like, something with... um handling of evidence i think but i'm not positive i didn't really go into it because i was like it doesn't really matter um so as of right now he is still um appealing the death penalty death penalty because of um state law and it said in one of the articles i read that his lawyer said that for like 14 months or something he like didn't speak to anybody oh like him his parents his brother like just like would not speak to anyone and so for a while i think they tried to do um an insanity plea but that clearly did not work so um i feel like it's just like i've heard this story before but i was like in nebraska around this not too long after some of this stuff had happened Mm -hmm. and i don't remember ever hearing about it there which is interesting yeah that is really interesting because like you weren't that far from omaha were you no it's like 50 minutes yeah lincoln yeah it's not too far from there at all so you'd think that would be kind of a big deal 
Um, one of the kind of sweet things that the town did, um, or the university did for the Hunter family, is they have a statue of Tom um, outside the hospital slash university. Do and you think Tom was the intended target, or do you think the parents were, they weren't there, so he was like, okay? Um, That's a hard one, because like, yes and no. I think he went there to kill someone in the family. Yeah. I don't think he gave a shit who he killed. Okay. I think it was like, he was like, fuck you, you ruined my life, so I'm going to ruin your life, and whoever is there is there, and, and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't, I do think that Shirley was 100% um, wrong place, wrong time victim. Yeah. Which is just heartbreaking. Um, her son said that like, it was just such a hard, a hard sentence or a hard thing for them to deal with because like she was literally part of that family and like was part-time housekeeper there and just, and just loved Tom. And, um, he was like, it was, it was just so senseless and absolutely. Yeah. So senseless. Yeah. Um, and then it's crazy because, and I didn't mention this in the story, but the, um, Dr. Chandra Butra and her husband, the couple that they were out, um, might've saved their lives because it was a couple that was older than them. And so he used a walker to get around and he was moving really slow. And she said that her husband was like giving him shit. He's like, God, you're going to, you're killing us here. You're taking for ever let's go you know just kind of giving him shit and that literally could be what have had saved their lives because if they had been home, home there's no no way that he wouldn't have killed them yeah so unfortunately when they weren't home he just like googled the Brombeck's address and went there instead so and one of the pictures that I'm going to put on our Instagram is from this article that I read and it's a screenshot of the Brombecks talking to their daughter and one of their grandkids on FaceTime. And they're they're all laughing at like a joke she had just said. And it's like literally from that day, like Aww. hours before they were murdered. That's terrible. Yeah. So it's it's a very sweet photo of all of them. But it's just like, oh, God, that's so. And she had just happened to take like a screenshot while they were chatting. Right. And it's just heartbreaking. So sources yes um my sources were um cbsnews.com the midwest crimefiles.com and journalstar.com um our socials are mw madness podcast on instagram midwest madness podcast the group on facebook mw madness podcast on gmail and yeah on the Twitter, but that's just in the show notes. Yeah. Um, cool. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, oh, no, I think our, our next episode. Actually, I think this episode comes out on my birthday. Oh, does it? I think so. Let me look. Oh, sweet. Happy birthday. Thanks. Um, uh, oh, no. My birthday's next week. Huh? My birthday's the following. So your next, your next episode is not a Halloween episode. Or a no, we're going to make it a spooky episode. Um, cause that's the 27th. I so don't care. I'm doing a spooky episode. <laughs> Fine by me. Happy birthday to me, baby. So we'll be doing, um, spooky episodes again in the month of October. Like we, well, I guess in the first 
the first last week and, of September. And if you get an extra one, then I want the first of November too. You can have it. I don't okay. care. Because that's the day after Halloween. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so yeah, we I don't know what we'll have to talk about like what kind of format we wanna do. Yes. But yeah, you'll be looking forward to some spooky episodes coming up. Yay! I'm so excited. All right. Well, other than that, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.